Well, the Fast Five has come and gone in, I think it was about 16 hours of netball, and I think I watched about 14 of them. It was absolutely brilliant. Men's and women's down in Christchurch there for the World Championships of Fast Five. Uh, Australia taking out the final 35-23. And part of the commentary team, not the playing roster for the Ferns, Karen Berger, she joins us. What a transition, Karen. How much did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, you know, I mean, I am based in Christchurch and with the event being down here, so it was just an opportunity to see what it's like um, being on the other side of things. And it's such a fun event to be a part of that side as well, learning so much but not being too serious. So, yeah, I had lots of fun. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of athletes after they've finished and they go back in and say, oh, do you wish you were still playing? They're saying, hell no. But for a current <laughs> current athlete, there must have been times where you were just like, where's a pink dress? I want to go out and have a crack. Yeah, I mean, especially because it looks like so much fun and the dancing involved and there's just so much joy. You can see it on the players' faces, you know. Um, I think it's just part of the experience that you want to be out there. Um, and I love that style of game too. So I've only had one crack of it at, in 2018. So I would love to be in there, obviously. You know, you're competitive self. <laughs> Watching the game, you just want to be out there. But it is what it is. So being part of it, um, but not necessarily playing, Better than nothing. I'll take that. <laughs> um, Aussie, uh, New Zealand lost two games in the weekend, both to Australia. Mm. 38-29 round robin, 35-23 in the final. I felt like tactically they were just a little step ahead of us, both ends of the court. Yeah, I mean, they were quite smart in shutting down that two-point area, knowing our strengths were the Amorangi Malasala and Tiana Matoros and the um, uh, Georgia Heffernan who could put those long shots up. And I mean, they had the height difference over us in terms of the defenders over those goal attacks. So they utilised that and they really made sure that they didn't have those opportunities. So unfortunately in that last game, our shots just wouldn't sink for the girls. So, I mean, big ups to Aussie. They um, they really did their homework well and, and yeah, now they've got pretty much all the, the trophies in their cabinet <laughs> this year. Yeah, the buggers, the buggers. Um, do you feel like something that might have helped Australia is – their competition over in Australia, they have their super shots, so they're probably a little bit more used to it, whereas I felt like the other teams got better as the weekend mm. went on, but we were always a step behind Australia because they were a little bit more in sync with how to how to use those long-range shots. Yeah, definitely. I mean, having um, long-range shooters that can put up the ball regardless of where it is is a massive strength. So I think that's something New Zealand can look into, not necessarily changing our rules of the game for those um, two-point shots, but maybe just asking the shooters a bit more to be able to, um, you know, lengthen their range a little bit, see, push themselves a bit, you know, because um, you have so much confidence in your shooters when they can put up those long shots. So And it makes hard. It's so hard for defenders because you never know where to defend. <laughs> Um, so yeah, definitely it would have been a massive, um, massive plus for Aussie having that experience and being able to put up those long shots. A good thing for me too was the amount of minutes Grace Wicky played, obviously mm -hmm. injured out of the World Cup, which devastated her, but I feel like she's come back a much more mature player, a little bit more, mm -hmm. she doesn't mind the body on body stuff too, mu too <laughs> much now, she, she's found a, not aggressive, but a, a competitive streak in it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, she was buzzing to get back out there, even the Constellation Cup prior to the Fast Five. You can see her, she was just itching to get out there. So when she did get that sign off, even though it was a slow start, you know, only a quarter here or there, she eventually in that last game got that full match. And, um, you know, she's just a competitive person. She wants to be out there, but also very supportive of the players around her and those who are getting court time. So she's just a lovely person overall. So for her to be out there and in an environment with the Fast Five where she's got heaps of her friends in the team as well, she would have really enjoyed and relished in that fun side of it as well. And having the experience, but having been in the Ferns for a few years now, um, she would have led those girls in that shooting end. So, yeah, great, great performance from her. Before we leave the Fast Five, uh, the men's played as well. There was New Zealand, Australia mm. and South Africa. And I'll be honest with you, Karen, I've been a little bit take it or leave it with the men's netball, but I really enjoyed what they showed us. I feel like Fast Five suits the men's game maybe than, more than the seven-a-side game. Yeah, I mean, the men's side of our game is really growing and we could even see that from in terms of other countries where even South Africa brought over a team, you know. They barely had a camp or they didn't have a camp. I spoke to some of their coaches last night. They didn't have a camp. They pretty much just came and played the tournament. And to be able to put out a performance like that um, with barely having any any time together is pretty awesome. So our men's side is probably leading um, in terms of netball and, and fast five. I think, yeah, like you mentioned, it really matches their style of play and um, that fast, energetic, um, so much skill involved. And then we've got those long-range shooters that are just not afraid to put them up. You'd hope for those kind of things to um, transfer over into the sevens netball as well. Um, I mean, they did have relatively good performances in their Constellation Cup games as well. Just at times maybe disappointed with you know executing and consistency. So they'll look to do that better as well. But amazing to see how the men's side of this sport is growing um, and really excited to see where it goes from here. And finally, we're talking to Karen Berger, Silver Fern. Dame Knowles hasn't announced <laughs> her long-term future. She's going to coach in the Quad Series in January. How hard are you mm. twisting her arm to, to stay on for another four-year cycle? <laughs> yeah, I think we haven't necessarily had the time to um, have those discussions with her, but I think she can feel from the players, I'm sure, how much we value and respect her as a coach and how much she'll be missed. So, um, I mean, it is a personal decision for her to make, as you'd imagine. Mm. It takes quite a lot out of a coach and it takes you away from your family quite a bit of the year. And even though we're not in camps and in um, series, there's so much responsibility off court and outside of the season as well. So, I mean, that's a personal decision. And as much as we'd love to have her, we'd understand if she decides not to keep going. But, I mean, we're hopeful. (laughs) We're very hopeful. And... um, um, all we can do is just show her how much we'd love for her to stay. So, yeah, watch the space, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Well, Karen, Silverfern and broadcaster, uh, you have to go, <laughs> go and update your uh, CV now, Karen. You did a fantastic <laughs> job of it, and, and I'm pleased to hear you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks heaps for chatting oh. to us today. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Steph. <laughs>